Thank you. And happy holidays, Zoom lady. All right. Well, hi and happy holidays. Hello. We are coming to you with another original heinous holiday special. I am hey. Jessica, Jesse, Jess, you know, wrote the thing, Elliot, Martin, you know the deal. And um, we have a big group with us here tonight. Um, let's just do rapid fire intros. We got Naomi. Hello, I'm Naomi and I play Liza. Today I'll be playing an additional character for this mm. episode only. Oh yeah. We've also got Emily. Hello, I voice Cersei and many other characters, two of which you'll meet in this episode. Hmm. Um, James is here. That's me. I'm here and I'm James. I play Rachel and some other stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes, you will also be uh, filling in tonight as Ginny. Just wanted to put that out there. It's going to be good because Maria actually pre-recorded all of her lines. So we're probably going to like pop her down in the little corner that of is our wonderful. video. <laughs> Hi, I'm Maria and I play Ginny. <laughs> but... Uh, since uh, she's currently not here, yeah, James has decided to just fill in so that we can all read the script together. Yay! Hell so yeah, dude. Get onto our Patreon if you want to see James do Ginny. Um, we've also got here, uh, Meg's here. Hi, I am here. It just so happens. I uh, voice Benji and another person for a limited time offer if you buy now. Very good. Also here is Dio. Hi, I wore a shirt that's bad for Zoom. Uh, I play <laughs> Frank and Orville. Woo! Tuan, hi. Hi there, I'm Tuan. I play Algeron Graham, as well as Clay Carter. Mm -hmm. And it's all algae tonight, baby. All algae tonight. Mm. You asked for it. Some of Sorry, I just looked at Rip again. It's, it's all algae extreme. now. <laughs> Rip is in such extreme close-up right now. Okay, hi. Dude. Rip. Okay, here is it. Is it, is it time for my intro now? I guess. Yeah. Hi, my name is Riff. I have been trying so damn hard to fix this, and I can't. You saw me do a whole, a whole flip in in the other intros. The man's did a miracle. I tried my best, and also I play Jack. Yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna be seeing every single pore in my face for the next hour. <laughs> <laughs> and it is what it is. And uh, last but not least, we've got um, Elena and David. Uh, Elena, why don't you say hi first? Hi, I'm Lena. I play Carlton. <laughs> I play Miriam. Wow. Um, so yeah, happy holidays. Mm -hmm. David. Hello, my name is David Manuele. Happy holidays. I voice Carlton. He also goes by the nickname Charleston Swag Piggy yes. Tail. Um, yeah. I also voice a new a new uh, contestant in this battle. Uh, yes. I voice an end table and a sofa as well. Oh. And Good. I'm here to have some fun. Hooray. Well, we are here to, we're all here to have fun. And I hope that you will enjoy this episode that I have written up this holiday special for this evening where we are recording this. Um, I think everybody's got, <laughs> I think everybody's got their PDFs all queued up. I think we should just get right into it. If we're all good I agree. to- 
Yes, thank yeah. you. Let's do it. Thank you for voicing your agreement. I'm, I'm doing my know... part. <laughs> um, I disagree, but I guess it's not about me today. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so glad to know that all of you are here of your own will reading these things that I wrote. I'm not at all. Uh -huh. I'm not at all. There is not a anyway. second version of just staring at me from just outside of the camera, looking at me uh -huh. threateningly. Absolutely <laughs> yeah, not. Definitely do not hmm. have an ankle yeah. monitor that may or may not be rigged to something. Yeah. Definitely not under some kind of gyas or like compulsion spell. No. <laughs> no None of those. I'm just no, doing no, this no. off that dark evil Pac-Man. So, holiday special, guys! Yay! Yay! All right. Well, without further ado, here let's get down to Happy Mule. <laughs> Penis investigations in okay. How Algernon stole Christmas. <gasps> We've got a little prologue. Elliot and Liza sit quietly in the lab. Elliot nonchalantly goes through paperwork while Liza reads a book on gardening in winter. So, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. I suppose it is, and... Don't you remember what happened last year? Suddenly, Frank barges in with a menorah in one hand and a small Christmas tree in the other. There is a stocking, a gingerbread cookie, and a carton of eggnog sticking out of his lab coat pockets. He wears a Yule crown and stands atop a small mountain of wrapped gifts. Elliot and Liza look on, confused and a bit horrified. Thanksgiving! The holidays start now! <laughs> Beautiful. Jump to about a week later. The investigators are gathered in the drawing room for a serious discussion. So, it's settled. Secret Santa this year. I've already thrown everybody's names into Martin's hat. Thanks, Martin. You're welcome. Had to make a straw hat useful in winter somehow. I forgot I wrote that. <laughs> And it's doing its job. Okay, quick reminder of the rules. Price limits apply. No sharing who's gifting to whom until after gifts are opened. And no socks. Not that there's anything wrong with socks as a gift, but knowing this group, that's all anybody would be getting if we didn't say otherwise. <laughs> I... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, we got it. Let's do this. Don't forget, we have to figure out what to get Rachel and Benji this year, too. Already on it, boss lady. We've got an in with the Santa Claus, and I've already been making arrangements. Oh, by the way, he's coming over for brunch on Boxing Day. But anyway, who's drawing first? I do it, but I've been told that my enthusiasm for the holidays has become a bit concerning as of late. A bit? I'll do it. If there's one thing better than getting gifts, it's giving them. Let's get generous. One surprisingly civil drawing process later. The investigators contemplate their choices in the secret Santa and possibly in life. Why has this suddenly become a lot less fun? The dread of having to prove how well they know someone within a group who, for all intents and purposes, should be on incredibly familiar terms with failure to do so, resulting in extreme guilt and shame. And a happy holiday to you, too. Uh, oh, I don't think it will be so terrible. To use a popular turn of phrase, it's the thought that counts. Isn't that right, Frank? <laughs> Frank excitedly dashes out of the room. <laughs> if any doors had happened to be closed, they surely would have ended up with decidedly Frank-shaped holes in them. 
Um, I suppose he wasn't joking about that enthusiasm. This is going to be so fun! You've got that right! Especially when I show up with a gift that blows all of yours out of the water. Better call it now, folks, because the naturally speediest shopper is going to get the best stuff. Algy, I know how weird this is going to sound coming from me, but this isn't a competition. We're supposed to be doing something nice for each other. Don't even bother, Liza. He's always been like this. Every Christmas we spent growing up, we'd end up playing poker with each other's gifts as collateral. That is still, and I still don't get why you're mad about it. We had just as many winning hands, you had just as many winning hands as I did. By the time we went to college, we were basically tied. <sighs> I don't know why I even try anymore. Do whatever you want. But don't come crying to the rest of us if it doesn't turn out the way you thought it would. It may surprise you to know, Jack, but there are times when I don't screw things up. And you better believe that this secret Santa thing won't be one of them. Wait, will will be! Shut up! Jump to a few weeks later, Christmas Eve. The investigators have put their secret Santa gifts under the tree, except for algae. Well, crap. How did I forget to get one stupid gift? And for Ginny of all people, she's probably the easiest person to please of all time! Ah, oh, these jerks are never gonna let me live this down. Oh, I gotta think fast. He to find Miriam and Carlton, who are currently enjoying a drink in front of the fire in the drawing room. Carlton's reading a book on legal cases involving the supernatural, while Miriam whittles a mistletoe branch. Oh, hey, you guys! Merriest of Christmas Eves to you. What are you up to? Well, I was enjoying a moment of peace and quiet. And I'm working on a mistletoe sphere. You never know when we'll have to take on a rampaging god. Wasn't the god in that myth actually a pretty decent guy? Doesn't mean there isn't a version of things where he's bad. So what I'm sensing is you're both bored. Say, you know what would be really exciting? Checking out the shops in the town for what some last-minute deals. Bet Chester would love to have us patronize his establishment on the most special of days. What do you say? Why? Huh? Why do you want to go shopping so desperately on Christmas Eve? The only way you'd do anything that's stupid would be if you served your own self-interest. So what do you want? My money's on. He forgot to buy somebody a gift. No! <laughs> Me? Self-proclaimed best gift giver ever? Forget to buy a... <coughs> you know, for that assault on my character, consider yourselves uninvited to what would have been a totally fun and normal shopping trip. He... out of the room. He definitely forgot to buy a gift. Oh yeah. Big time. And so, Algy goes off to try his luck with other investigators, but, well, let's just sum it up via an amusing montage. No thanks. Sorry, Algernon. Um... Yes! Frank, no! Um, it might be best for him if we both abstain from this outing. No. Ooh, I'll go with you! Nope, that's okay. Suddenly changed my mind. Gotta run! He away to his bedroom where he throws himself on his bed and stares at the ceiling in what he can best approximate to be genuine thought. So, nobody trusts me enough to help. Eh, nothing I haven't dealt with before. No problem. 
Ugh, what am I gonna do? While we leave Algie to ponder that, we travel through the windy, snowy Hainsbury streets and through a familiar portal behind a bar into the scary sphere. More specifically, its famous pub, the No Holds Bar. There, the various supernatural clientele enjoy their own holiday revels, while in a table in the corner, five elves are decidedly not jolly. One of them, Adric, looks bitterly into his pint of eggnog. Well, here we are again. Another miserable Christmas Eve. So, how many gifts have you gotten, Arwen? Zero. Adane? None. Ian? Zilch. Link? You see the pattern here? Don't make me say it. Well, can you blame me? It's the same every year. Person after person, entity after entity, hounding us for pieces of having the police to not give us anything in return. Link, we can't even give them anything good. We're not magicians. We don't even work for Santa. I know. I'm a real estate agent for crying out loud. <laughs> they all take swigs of their drinks, and as they do so, Veronica, the ogre bouncer extraordinaire, stumbles her way over to their table from the throngs of holiday revelers. Hey, elves! Got any presents for the folks here tonight? No, we don't! You hear me, you heartless wench! Oh, calm down, Aldrich! She's just had a little too much eggnog. She didn't mean anything by it. Hedine climbs up to Veronica's shoulder and whispers in her ear. You should probably get back to your pals at the bar. My friend over there's a really good guy, but you wouldn't like him when he's upset. Say no more, little lady. I'm out. Hey, Karen, order me a mulled wine, would ya? No consequences tonight. And <laughs> she's gone. All right, that tears it. This year, something's gotta change. Supposed to mean? Means that maybe this year, we take matters into our own hands. Why should everyone else he around here get gifts and not us? Why not flip the script? You mean like, asking for gifts from other people? No, too late for that. We're gonna have to do something a little sneakier. You're suggesting we steal gifts, aren't you? Yes! I was wondering when you'd catch on. But from who? Anybody we can manage. Think about it. In this realm, and the normie town on the other side of the portal, people will be out cold in their beds. Visions of sugar plums and all that should give us a golden opportunity. I say, we pull off a heist. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> We're fine. Everything's fine. <coughs> yeah, this was the best. <laughs> a few hours later, we're back to Investigator HQ, where Algie has made his way down to Frank's lab. He hammers a final nail into place on an abomination. <sighs> an amalgam of wood, glue, nails, screws, yarn, and paint that is covered in apparent splinters. Algie wipes some non-existent sweat from his brow. Whew. Okay, not bad. What do you guys think? Frank and Elliot have a look at Algie's monstrosity. Elliot is polite as ever. Oh, um, that is quite the, um, object you've built, Algernon. 
Frank, on the other hand, can't bear to see quality materials maimed in such a fashion. What is it? And oh. furthermore, why is it? Oh, you know, just thought to get into the holiday spirit. I'd try going the homemade gift wrap. Mm. I thought that you were going to the shops in town. There uh, ended up being a slight snag in that plan, so I thought I'd try my hand at some crafting. So you made that? It's supposed to be a horse. See? It's got the head and the tail, and uh, I think these are legs. You didn't even sand it. Well, it seemed like a lot of extra work for one present. I'm the get-things-done-fast guy, not the waste-all-my-time-and-effort guy. I mean, the executive decision to... Cut well, corners. Take the more efficient route. I have a present in hand, and it's only 11 o'clock! So late already? Well, I suppose we should retire for the evening, then. Tomorrow is a certain to be a busy day, after all. Yep. Oh, time to close up shop. See you in the morning, friends, and a Merry Christmas Eve to you. And, uh, Algy... Maybe get your horse out of the lab. I think it's trying to stare into my soul. Algy looks down at the awful thing he's made and deflates a bit. Oh, uh, yeah. Sure. As the investigators all march off to bed, Algy lingers behind, sinking into the sofa in the drawing room and staring at the Christmas tree, dejected. This is a mess. It'll take a Christmas miracle to save me from looking like a total jackass. It is at this moment that Algy is startled by a thump from outside. He over to the window and looks out to see a strange grouping of elves of various sizes and statures, one of them having apparently slipped on the way to the front door. Algy cracks the window to listen in on their conversation. You want the whole house to hear you? Sorry, the steps were slippery. Maybe we should just call it a night. This heist has been a total bust anyway. We haven't been able to break into a single place all night. Well, what did you expect? This town already has its guard up against mythical types like us. I'm pretty sure that Chester guy has a net waiting at the bottom of his chimney. I don't know how Santa copes. Come on, fellas. This is the last house in town. And the biggest one. The people here are bound to have some quality gifts. This is our last shot to snag something good. From inside the house, Algy processes the situation to which he has suddenly found himself privy. Oh man, oh, I should probably wake everybody up to take care of this before those elves steal all of our gifts and... All of our gifts. Thereby making the absence of one particular gift irrelevant. Hello, Christmas miracle! Just give it up, Adric! The only way we're getting those presents is if some jerk device us in! And what are the chances of that happening? Speak of the devil, the front door of the house swings open, and Algy stands coolly at the threshold. Hey there, uh, elf crew. I couldn't help but overhear your dilemma and thought I could help you out. And how exactly would you do that? Uh, by letting you into the house to take all the gifts you want. I thought it was pretty straightforward. And what would you get out of helping us? <laughs> Is that really important? You've got a point. Come on, crew, let's grab some gifts. The elves rush into the house and make quick work of taking all of the investigators' gifts before hightailing it right back out the door. 
thanks, whoever you are. We couldn't have done this without you. Don't mention it. Seriously, don't. Try not leaving any tracks here. You got it. Happy holidays. The elves slam the front door behind them and disappear into the night. Now that's what I call an elegant solution. Now I can finally get some sleep. He upstairs and into bed, conking out immediately. But it doesn't stay that way for long. Within minutes, algae starts tossing and turning. Insomnia is a real struggle, people. Oh, come on! This is the one thing I know I'm good at! There's only one explanation why this could be happening. I must need a nightcap. He downstairs <laughs> to the kitchen, hastily throwing together a plate of cookies with a tumbler of rum with a splash of eggnog in it. But before he can enjoy it, he turns around to see a familiar face in the door. Algie, what are you doing down here? Ah, uh, Ginny! I mean, <clears throat> Ginny. I just thought I'd enjoy a midnight snack. Oh, same. I think I still have some B-positive shots in the fridge. All of this excitement has made it hard to sleep, but I'm hoping that a drink will settle my nerves. I'm guessing that's why you can't sleep either? Uh, yep. Hit the nail right on the head. You're really clever, you know that? So I think I'm gonna take this snack to go. Algy, what's wrong? You're being kinda... squirrely. Maybe we should go to the drawing room and get you in front of the fire. Wouldn't that be cozy? No! I, uh, mean, what if we got tempted to open tomorrow's presents early? Could turn into a real mess. You are being so ridiculous. I know you like to put on this act like you're better than everybody else, but even you'd never be cruel enough to ruin a surprise. Oh, it'll be a surprise, all right. <laughs> You really do need sleep. No offense, but you sound kind of delirious right now. But don't worry. I'm going to make sure that nothing ruins the holidays for you, because that's what friends do. The mind tricks, devil woman! I can't take it anymore! I'll admit it! Um, admit what? Okay. So, how do I put this delicately? Five minutes later. You let a bunch of elves steal our Christmas presents? It seemed like a good idea at the time. How? It's complicated. Regardless, there's nothing we can do now. Those elves could be anywhere. We have no hope of getting those gifts back. <gasps> You're right, Algy. We should go get the gifts back. But, 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 but I just, I just said, what do you mean we? Are you suggesting you don't fix the problem that's all your fault? Because that wouldn't be in the holiday spirit. In spite of being barely more than five feet tall, Ginny somehow manages to loom threateningly over Algy. There is a decidedly vampiric glint in her eye. Would it, Algy? <coughs> need to be Algy. I need to be Algy. <clears throat> okay, I'll help. Thank you. Now to assemble the rest of our team. Team? Wait, how many people do you intend to drag into this? One holly jolly smash cut later. Words cannot define how justified I feel right now. Fine, go ahead. Be smug. I don't care. Great, because it's the one thing keeping me from annihilating you over giving away those presents. 
It's one thing to screw with our holiday, but Rachel and Benji's stuff was in there too. Yeah, not cool, Algie. Jenny, how many people did you need for this thing? Well, I wasn't going to not ask him, Algie. Okay, I guess I can understand that. And admittedly, Jack and Miriam sort of have skills that would be helpful in this situation. Thanks. Thanks. Sure. But what reason could you possibly have to invite Marty? You let a bunch of burglars into my house. Touche. <laughs> but how do you expect to find the elves if we have no clue where they went? Actually, I have a pretty good idea where. We now cut to the back room of the No Holds Bar, where our elven heist crew lounge amongst the spoils of their victory. Adric raises a cup of mulled wine. Cheers, team! We really earned our happy holiday this year! But it was more like it was handed to us, which begs the question of whether any of this was actually fulfilling. Eh, a present's a present. Now which one should we open? I think it ate you at the end. <laughs> My god. Which one should we open first? Nice. <laughs> the revels are interrupted by a knock at the door. Ian answers. Uh, hello? Hey, so I know you guys said you didn't want to be disturbed, but I've got some semi-regulars here who say they've got a bone to pick with you. Oh, is that right? And what exactly do they want? Miriam angrily shoves her way in front of Veronica, brandishing a rather festive-looking saber. We want you to give our presents back. Oh, boy, she's armed! Uh, Adric, maybe we stole those gifts from the wrong kind of people! You got that right. Oh, if it's a fight you want, we're ready for it! Right, fellas? The remaining elves draw weapons ranging from the practical to the absurd. Think a slingshot versus a giant flail, including a begrudging Arwen. Let him get him. Martin then cuts in, making sure to keep the conversation at the threshold of the room. Now, now, Miriam and uh, elves. Oh, we don't have to immediately resort to violence here. Tis the season and everything. So why don't we put the weapons down and negotiate a peace with kindness and civility? I don't know, we're, we're pretty attached to the gifts right now. And in our desperation to keep the spoils of our labor, we shall resort to combat! Damn, <laughs> what have you been waiting for? <laughs> 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 Let's get on! <laughs> Damn, Link, maybe a little high on the melodrama, but love where your head is at, bud. So, yeah, we're not giving up these gifts. Somebody gave them to us, fair and square. True, but that somebody is an idiot. Great, the insults are already starting. And would an idiot see past all of this nonsense and go for the most obvious option? Which is? Default to super speed! Be back with those gifts in literally two seconds! Uh, algae. No need to thank me, Orville. I already know I've solved. Mm. <laughs> Algie starts to toward the gifts, but immediately steps on an obviously mismatched floorboard, which springs upward like a seesaw and catapults Algie into the ceiling. Disoriented by the ensuing bonk of massive proportions, he falls to the floor. I don't think your plan worked, Algie. 
I tried to tell him that the elves had the room booby-trapped. Obviously. How else were we supposed to protect our loot? A good start would have been to not bring it to a bar known for harboring troublemakers and criminals. Actually, that's made us pretty good at accommodating thieves. These guys specifically requested this room because it already had the booby traps. Well, good for them! I guess there's only one thing left to try! Marty, quick! Bribe them to get the presents back! I'm not going to do that, Algy. Although I'm strongly considering renting this room the next time we need to conduct any business here. Then I am officially out of ideas! Wow, I did not see that coming. Serves you right for trying to go back on your deal. Those gifts might have been up for grabs when you had them, but they're not anymore. So beat it. Okay, okay. We'll go. You were so <laughs> convincing. It's clear we're no match for tough elves like you. Veronica, do you mind showing us out? Jenny, what are you doing? Jenny grabs Algy and pulls him out of the room, ushering the investigators away from the elves and to the exit of the bar. Okay, gotta run. Merry Christmas! Bye! Ginny essentially hurls the entire investigator crew out of the no-hold bar. Uh, okay. Thank you. Come again? <laughs> Veronica heads back into the bar, slamming the door shut behind her. Ginny, what the hell? Why would you leave us out in the cold, literally? Well, we couldn't come up with a plan to save Christmas standing right in front of them, could we? Did nobody listen when I said I'm out of ideas? Oh, we listened. But you realize that there are other people here besides you, right? Uh-huh. Right. And if we put our heads together, we can figure this out. And I even know how to start. Seriously? Okay, I'm game. How? It's pretty simple. The elves stole our gifts from us. I say we steal them right back but with a little more finesse than Algy did. No offense, Algy. Sure. Whatever. All right, a counter heist. I think I have a way to pull that off. And now we get one of those cool descriptions of a heist that is played over the actual events of the heist happening. Probably with cool musical underscore, with lots of funky bass and offbeat percussion instruments, like the triangle. I don't have it. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but there's something in this notoriously rowdy pub that was missing amongst the holiday drunkenness tonight. Which is? A bar-wide fight. So here's the plan. First, Martin will go in and distract the bouncer. Martin affably approaches Veronica. Well, hello again, Miss Veronica. I hope you wouldn't mind me taking a bit of your time. After hearing all about that trapped back room, I was interested in some of this establishment's other accommodations. Would it be too much trouble to go through them in excruciating detail? Maybe over a drink? As Martin and Veronica head in the direction of the bar, he gives a quick wave to Ginny, who nods in response. Meanwhile, Ginny and Algie will fake a struggle to get things going. Ginny and Algie walk out right into the middle of the bar. You indolent wretch! How could you have given away our precious gifts for this joyous holiday on a whim? Uh, yeah, sure. I did that and it was bad. Now can we seriously stop dwelling on it? You are a liar and a scoundrel! I demand satisfaction! <laughs> Jenny shows Algy extremely gently. 
No one, and I mean no one in the room takes notice. <laughs> Miriam watches the proceedings from the entrance, actively putting her head in her hand. Oh my god. I don't think this is working. Okay, then time for plan B. Ginny goes over to a random table of trolls and taps one on the shoulder. When he turns around, she punches him square in the face, knocking him to the ground. She then jumps up on a table, thrusting a mug of wine in the air. Barbaral! <laughs> the pub is immediately thrown into chaos as everyone enthusiastically gets in on the fight. <laughs> oh, dang. I look like Geo, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Extreme close up. <laughs> Okay, um, so Algy barely dodges a mug flying toward and past his head. <laughs> and this is the part where I run away. He out of harm's way while the brawl continues. The chaos should be loud enough to catch the elf's crew's attention. The elves open the back room door and peek out to see the wild mess before them. What the heck is going on? I don't know, but I want to watch. The elves all run out of the room to catch the drama. Before the door can completely close behind them, Miriam catches it and quietly cracks it back open. And that's when Jack and I will stealthily sneak our way into the room with the presents. Two of them do just that, with Jack invisibling himself for extra stealth points. Orville lingers silently just outside the room. Orville can stand watch. He's somehow incredibly inconspicuous, so I doubt the elves will notice him. If they get eight, you. <clears throat> Damn. Oh, I had my gain turned down because I was yelling. That's why. <laughs> True. <laughs> In the room, Miriam and Jack stand at the door. Miriam crouches, examines the space, licks a finger, holds it to the non-existent indoor wind, sniffs a few times, and stands back up. If Jack's face was visible at the moment, it'd probably look perplexed. What are you doing? Checking for traps? I think I found them all. You might want to hang back. I tell you to follow my lead, but I have a feeling you're going to have a hard time. You don't know that. Okay, suit yourself. Miriam proceeds to do an absolutely parkour-ridden routine across the room and to the gifts. She looks back to Jack, self-satisfied. Never mind. Looks like you got this. Back outside the room, Orba watches for the elves, but they seem preoccupied at the bar. Turns out who he should have been watching is Algy, who behind the bar, completely failing to clock their enemies on the way. This is actually pretty entertaining. Should we be placing bets on this? The sound of pouring liquid cuts in loudly from behind them. The elves all peer over to the bar and find Algy trying to pour himself a drink. He awkwardly looks back at them. Uh, <laughs> hello. What are you still doing here? Didn't we tell you to- Wait a minute. And this is where we're going to take a break. Mwahahahaha. I was like, we're cutting it close. Mm -hmm. See y'all in like a <laughs> second. Less than a minute. <laughs> the elves rush back into the room. Orville levitates them in an effort to make them stop. Oh, reindeer magic. Okay, sorry. Orville only has enough time to raise an eyebrow with that remark before, unfortunately, a stray spoon from the bar from the brawl zone flies over and bonks him on the head. Oh. <laughs> yep. 
In this moment of pain, he drops the elves who slide past him through the back room door and into Jack who revisibles himself on impact. Crap. Ah, Miriam, I, I think we've been caught. Damn, that hurt. Okay, so I know how bad this probably looks. Cut to the investigators being thrown out of the no-holds bar. <gasps> uh, again. So much for my plan. Nice one, Algie. It was a stressful situation. I needed a drink. It's okay. We still have time. Let's try again. Okay. I have a plan. Another heist montage, this time with more jazzy accompaniment, with hi-hat and brass string backup. There's a window in the back of the room holding the presents. I'll telekinetically open the window and levitate the gifts out from a distance. Orville proceeds to do just that, calmly, sneakily, and with little effort. Any musical accompaniment that you might have been envisioning stops. The rest of the investigators stand idly off to the side, clearly bored. That's it? Yes. Finally, a plan that makes sense to me! Do your thing, Orville! He speedily creates an armchair and footrest from a nearby snowbank. If you need me, I'll be right here. Maybe I can actually catch some sleep. You'd be wrong, Algy. He proceeds to toss and turn in his snow chair for 30 minutes. Dang it! What is wrong with me? Maybe it has something to do with the fact that you won't tell any of us why you let those elves steal our gifts in the first place. I had my reasons! And I'd love to hear what they are. Enlighten me. Why does it even matter? We're getting the gifts back, aren't we? Everybody's happy! Jimmy's making snow angels! I just looked at the chat. Okay. Mm. The brothers look to see Ginny doing just that. It helps to pass the time. Right. Because we've been sitting here for half an hour. Orville, what is the holdup? I'm trying to do this without getting caught. That takes patience. It also takes forever. Algy, maybe you should be making an effort to stay quiet. Why? That bar is beyond loud! There's no way they'd notice! Um... The group turns to see that the elves have come to the window and are staring daggers at them, while also pointing actual daggers at them. Orwell gives a nod toward the pile of gifts near him. I guess you'll be wanting these back. And the investigators are hurled out into the cold yet again, presentless and quickly losing hope. <sighs> okay, now this is starting to get humiliating. We can't give up. It's Christmas. I'll do the plan this time. Cut to the elves answering a knock at the door to their room. They open it to reveal the investigators, led by an imploring Jenny. Hello again. Can we have our presents back, please? No. I thought so. I guess we'll finally leave you alone. Surprise, vampire attack! Ginny flies into the room in a vampiric frenzy, shoving the elves aside and grabbing at presents. The investigators are shocked. Oh, God, Ginny! Miriam rushes in and grabs, manages to grab Ginny before she does any actual damage. Get a hold of yourself. No, this could still work! Miriam drags the flailing Ginny out of the room and shuts the door behind them. The investigators make their way outside again. It is now entering the early morning hours, light just barely beginning to seep into the sky. Everyone is exhausted. We are really off our game tonight. You've got that right, bro. Great insight as usual. But hey, at least we tried our best. 
Now, who's up for giving up and going home? And let the holidays win? A little bleak, don't you think? I'd prefer the term honorary. Because when you think about it, who needs presents anyways? Aren't the holidays supposed to be more about togetherness and goodwill and all that junk? Of course, Algie, but it was never about that. What? Weren't you the one who put this whole gift-grabbing extravaganza together? Because I'd hoped that it would have made you realize that it wasn't about the gifts, but about you atoning for the super selfish thing you did. I know you won't give a reason for why you did it, but I can't think of a single one that would justify the pain you'd cause your family and friends. People who, sure, have kind of made fun of your mistakes a lot, like a bunch of times, but have forgiven you for your flaws and apologized every time we might have hurt you with ours. And then you ignore all of that because you can't see anything in a way that doesn't affect you. How's that for goodwill? But that's not... I, I don't... LG, please, just stop. Whatever you wanted to get out of this, I hope you got it. It wouldn't be the first time. Let's get out of here. The investigators start in the direction of home. Except for Algy, who looks utterly defeated. That is until... I forgot about Secret Santa. The investigators stop in their tracks and turn around, confused. That's why I let those elves steal the gifts. So that nobody would notice yet another trademark Algernon Graham screw-up. I was just sick of always looking like a selfish jerk. But now I'm starting to think that I don't just look like one. I'm... 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 Nope, nope, not falling into that played-out gimmick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for screwing up the plans to get our gifts back. I'm sorry for getting them stolen in the first place. I'm sorry that all I ever think about is myself. He looks over to Jenny with actual startling sincerity. And I, I am so sorry for forgetting to get you a gift, Jenny. You are one of, like, the nicest people I know, and you deserved a better secret Santa. Jenny makes her way over to Algie, placing a consoling hand on his shoulder. Aw, Algie. You broke the secret Santa rules. Oh, yeah. Sorry for that, too. <laughs> Apology accepted. So are we still going home? Actually, I, I think I might have one last plan if you're up. Count me in. Same here. Okay, Algie, what you got? The scene transitions back to the elves, who are tired beyond belief. Please go home now. We haven't been able to open a single gift this whole time because those people won't leave us alone and it's been exhausting. We should just make a run for it. Owen's right. It's not like they can catch all of us. No way. Why should we have to run? Forget those guys. Let's open these presents now. Nibs on first pick. Link moves to grab a gift when there is a sudden little poof of ash that emits from the very lit fireplace at the end of the room. Uh, did you guys see that? You don't think... They wouldn't dare. That thing's been lit all night! Still is! Nobody would be stupid enough to try. And with the probably the weirdest of his life thus far... 
Algy speedily crashes down the chimney and into the room through the fireplace, shaking the lingering flames off of his person. Ah! Hot, hot, hot! That's where you're... Ah! Oh, still hot! Wrong! Somebody would be that stupid! (laughs) The elf squad... The elf squad freezes in a moment of absolute confusion. Ah, yeah. Seems like you've let your guard down in the face of absurdity. (laughs) Whistles a signal. Now, guys, take him to down. (laughs) The investigators burst into the room with renewed enthusiasm. Oh, my God, Tawan, that was amazing. (laughs) The the investigators burst into the room with renewed enthusiasm, enacting the rest of Algie's revised just run in and grab the gifts plan. Miriam, and with her knowledge of all things traps, enters first and neutralizes any dangerous obstacles. Ginny, Jack, and Orville hold the elves back using their various abilities, and Martin holds an absurdly oversized sack while Algy quickly tosses all of the gifts inside. And that's how you pull off a heist. Okay, okay, we surrender. You win. Just let us go. The investigators do so, with Algy taking extra care to guard the sack full of gifts. Look, I'm sorry. I made a mistake, and this is the only way I can. But I think I've made enough people feel crappy with my choices this holiday. So is there any way I can make it up to you? Not unless you've got a time machine. It's morning. No chance for us to get any more gifts now. It's funny. Ran around trying to take back the holiday, but all we really wanted was for somebody to give us something for once. Algy has a moment of realization. He reaches into his back pocket and reveals his terrible attempt at a homemade gift. After the rough night, it looks even worse than it did before. Well, um, if you're not too picky, would this work? The elves immediately crowd around the hack job of a gift. They are transfixed by it. It's terrible. I love it. I can't explain why, but me too. And you're giving this to us? Sure. Merry Christmas. He hands the gift over to the elves. Oh, I love it. <laughs> wow. So this is what holiday cheer feels like. Thanks. Uh, sorry. I guess you don't ever really ask for the names of people you're robbing and engage in an all-out heist war with. You can just call us heinous investigations. And we'd love to stick around to elaborate on that, but we've got some presents to return. The investigators book it home, just barely beating the sunrise. Algy his way inside and returns with gifts under the tree within a matter of seconds before collapsing on the couch. And what happened then? Well, in Hainsbury, they say that Algernon's heart grew three sizes that- Frank! I've been through enough this holiday. Would you mind taking the narration elsewhere? How did you even know what was happening? Ginny texted me. I couldn't help myself. Later that morning, the investigators opened their gifts. This scene is... This scene is extremely tedious and unnecessary to the plot, but just as sure the cast is going to want to read it solely out of morbid curiosity. Oh my gosh, a Venus flytrap! It's so cute. Thanks, Secret Santa, who I'm guessing is Carlton. Okay, how do you do that? It's starting to get creepy. Merry Christmas, Carlton. Yeah, yeah, Merry Christmas. He opens his gift. 
it's a a big stick. <laughs> it's a quarterstaff, dumbass. A close combat weapon that requires a good amount of technique and skill to wield. Oh, so it's a big stick you hit stuff with. <laughs> Thanks, Pryor. You're welcome, Scoot. Looking forward to wiping the floor with you the second you try to use it. Miriam grabs and opens her gift next. Yarn? And knitting needles. I thought you might want to try a new hobby. Merry Christmas! <laughs> Thanks, Jenny. I can already see some serious gouging potential. Uh, sure, if that's what speaks to you. Jack opens his gift. It's a pen? That writes in four colors. That's... Who's it from? It was me. I didn't want to read your mind for it, so I just went on intuition. It's... Really nice. Dude, are you crying right now? No! I... I'm fine. Thanks, Orville. No problem. Orville opens his gift, a Polaroid camera. Thanks, Martin. Martin doesn't even bother asking about at what point Orville picked up on that info. You're all welcome. Martin opens his gift next. It's a pocket-sized book. A compendium of traps for ghosts, ghouls, and people in spooky masks by F. Jones. Now this is something I can use. I thought you'd like it. Liza hugs Martin while Elliot opens his gift, a big cozy sweater. Uh, oh, this is rather nice. He turns it around to see that the sweater says Science Buddy in big letters. Aww. Thank you, Frank. <laughs> Frank turns to him and gives a thumbs up. He is now wearing a matching sweater. No problem, buddy. Well, um, at this point, I suppose I can just give you your gift right back then. Uh, he hands Frank a large wrapped box. Merry Christmas. Woo! <laughs> he opens the box, and from a pile of tissue paper, he finds a first aid kit. He's bewildered and trying to hide his disappointment. Poorly. Uh, okay. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> oh, um, that's just what I added to compensate for what my demonic self bought from a less than reputable market in the scary sphere. Frank then digs deeper into the box to find a device that appears to be running on a perpetual reptilian-shaped flame. A dragon-powered blowtorch? Yes, um, please promise that you'll use it safely. I will try my best, little buddy. <laughs> uh, wait, that wasn't an exact yes or no. Before Elliot can inquire any further, Rachel and Benji, who had been off in the corner of the room opening their own gifts, suddenly revealed their largest acquisition of the day. Turbo action snowmobiles from Santa! And Frank! Thanks, bro! I just helped with the mechanics. Consider it a gift from the whole team. Wanna go for a test run? Yes! They make a break for the door, trying to drag the snowmobiles out with them. Other investigators follow, led by Miriam. Hey, don't you dare go out on those things without coats. Calmense, <sighs> chamacos. While the drawing room clears, Algy stays behind, sinking into a chair and shutting his eyes. Finally getting some sleep. Was. Even though I still have no idea why I couldn't in the first place. You're kidding. No, I'm tired. 
He tries to go back to sleep, but Jack knocks him upside the head. Algy, you felt guilty. Psh, me? Guilty? I think the long night is catching up to you too, bro. Deny it all you want, but you're not the selfish jerk you make yourself out to be. Try having a little more faith in yourself. Jack holds out a small wrapped gift to Algy. Merry Christmas. Algy eyes Jack suspiciously, but then takes the gift and quickly opens it. He looks at it with a mix of wariness and sentimentality. Deck of cards? I'll admit those might have been bought as a mean-spirited joke at first, but now, I don't know if that really fits anymore. Seems like there's hope for you yet, little brother. By 15 minutes? And I've got a reputation to keep up, you know? Hey, whatever helps you sleep at night. Jack notices Jenny lingering in the doorway. I'm going to see what's going on outside. Guards later? Sure. As long as I win. Doubt it. <laughs> Jack leaves and Jenny takes a seat in the chair next to Algie's. She offers him a glass, one of two that she's been holding. Eggnog. Uh, Algie takes a drink with a raised eyebrow. What? You saved the day, even if you did almost ruin it in the first place. Plus, you picked up some self-awareness while you were at it. I'm so proud. <laughs> Thanks. For everything. I mean, you were the one who got me to face my problems. Talk about an achievement. Aw, you are so full of it. Yeah, maybe. So you're really not mad about me not getting you a gift? Oh, well. Jenny turns to look out the window at the other investigators trying to keep track of the overeager Rachel and Benji shredding through the snow on their presence. As per usual, everyone is enjoying themselves in spite of the chaos. Seeing my best friends in the world happy and at peace is enough. Really? No. You owe me big time. Fair enough. Merry Christmas, Ginny. Merry Christmas, Algy. Ginny and Algy do a celebratory eggnog cheers as they watch the scene of yet another happy, heinous investigations holiday. The end and happy <gasps> There's holidays. There's no bourbon! <laughs> <laughs> happy holidays, everybody! Happy holidays! Thanks for Here we go, baby! That's what I'm talking about! Thanks for That's what I'm talking about! Thanks to everybody for coming on tonight. This was truly I feel like this this was everything that the company holiday the company holiday party should be. There it is. The company Hell yeah, holiday. It's truly the heinous investigations company par holiday party. That'll be next year. Oh, is that the company? <laughs> oh, good, good company. Oh, oh yeah, big time. Put money into this company. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but if you want to put money into this company, subscribe to the Patreon. Well, I mean, sorry. Oh my god, guys. You know I can't handle this much love. Okay. Um, but the love truly, thanks, thanks for all of you <laughs> listening for... <laughs>
thanks for all you listening for supporting us for yet another year this is our silly little show and uh yeah it it makes all of our day and i hope it does for you too all right well uh happy holidays bye just a bye. happy holidays little show. Bye. Bye. Little show. Bye. Bye. just a silly little bye. show